This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 118. May the loot be with you. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soulstone with your support. You can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash Soulstone. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 118 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Wednesday, May the 4th be with you, and I am your host, definitely not Lantonio, I am Brasia, and I am joined by one party member this evening, Jen. How are you doing? I'm actually doing good today. And I know that's like big news because I've been so sick, but um, the pollen season, at least the spring pollen season, seems to have ended. The pollen is going down to a much more manageable level. Um, And usually when this happens, I come through it and I end up with a sinus infection, but I only have a cold. So that's like really good news. So I'm doing pretty well. You sound fantastic. How have you been? Oh, Oh, thank you. It's it's nice to be able to breathe, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you sound great. We've been talking in a pre-show. Um, sounds like things are going better for you now than they have in a little while. So we're, we're going to tap into that and get as much as we can out of you tonight. Okay, sounds good. Do, awesome. As I say to Sean many times, let's get this thing done before I get sick again. <laughs> <laughs> or fall asleep again, you know? No problem. That's we'll kind we'll of work motto. on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, things things are going okay. Uh, you know, we'll get into what we've been doing in the game, but just like the last couple work days, let's say over the last week or so. Now that I'm going to be transitioning to a new role in the company, um, where I have my own minions to work for me, uh, I'm still a minion myself at this current role. So they're just piling on as much as they can before I leave. Obviously. Oh my, and that's not fair. No, <laughs> I mean, well, I can kind of understand, but there's a whole lot of things going on. And it's kind of like the, okay, here's the leadership of the company, see this new thing come in front of them, they got to get it done yesterday. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, not that it's not already been a problem for two years, but now that you finally have taken the leadership role, you think it is a problem again? Uh, whatever, you know. I so, see. <laughs> exactly, putting <laughs> yeah. out fires, that's pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I put on my good little fire person hat, and I've been working hard trying to get stuff done so I can just get it off my plate and not worry about it when I transition because I will not touch it again once I leave. <laughs> I'm like, right. I don't want to yeah, hear well, anything Yeah, well, you'd have it. other things to do, I'm sure. Oh, you know, a ton so. of other things to do. Mm-hmm. I'll have my, my own new uh, bosses and they'll want me to do new things. So I'll be like, yay. Um, but yeah, like I worked Friday, Monday until 
at night, you know, and I started like seven wow. in the morning, and then yesterday was like seven to about nine, and so today I was just like four o'clock, I'm done, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, so. you need a break, you know, you need a break sometimes. Exactly. So I just decided, to, um, you know, uh, it's like I'm kind of, I'm, I'm pretty much got everything wrapped up. That's why I try to do as much as possible. And tonight, Diablo night. So yes, I'm here. Yes. <laughs> Always good to have at least two of us in a show. Exactly. It, make, it makes the party mm -hmm. more fun. <laughs> so, Jen, it's what It's more it fun than, like, you know, doing a solo show, at least for me. Like, I've, I did a solo show, and it was fun, but it's not as much fun as, like, talking to you, you know? Well, yeah, just like playing Diablo. I mean, I've played some games recently where I'm, you know, kind of jumping in there on my own. Usually, I don't ask people about joining games or something if I know I'm only going to be on for a short amount of time. Like tonight, I jumped mm -hmm. in for about, you know, 20, 30 minutes, and I didn't say anything to anyone um, about asking if they wanted somebody to join the game just because I knew I was going to jump onto the show. And right. uh, I just was like, oh, okay. But I have a lot more fun when we're jumping into a game with people. And, like, I got surprised tonight when somebody was like, oh, hey, you want to join me for some for a special thing? And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do that. But I'll, I'll tell you all about what I've been doing in a couple of minutes. So, why don't we start with you, Jen? What have you been up to so far? Not like there's okay, anything well, going I on, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started season six late, you know, like quote late, because it was sort of still the first day or just a few hours after the first day, but I wasn't among the group that was like, you know, waiting for you know waiting for the season to pop so they could run in and do stuff. I wasn't part of that because I just didn't want to deal with lag, you know? Mm -hmm. And I kind of went, eh. And I've had a lot of work this year. I've been really lucky as a freelancer. There's been tons of work to do. So I've been kind of pushing that instead and figuring, okay, I'll I'll get into the season. I'll do stuff. It'll be fine. So I got in a little bit late. Uh, rolled a hardcore witch doctor. Named him Who. <laughs> you know, Doctor Who. Doctor yeah. Who. Okay, so he's still alive. Um, haven't killed him yet, which is good, because I haven't played much. It'd be really sad if I killed him already. <laughs> um, so far, I'm, I'm kind of learning how to play a Witch Doctor, because I haven't played one in a long time, and the only one I have is actually another hardcore Witch Doctor that might, might be at level 20 or something, you know? And kind of... Um, that one got started years ago for like when we did like a dead and waiting night you know kind of thing with the group and yep. got abandoned and then I tried to level her a little bit more and then seasons hit and you know how it goes so I'm kind of like relearning or learning for the first time in some cases how to play a witch doctor Yep. <laughs> which is a unique experience and I'm checking out all the spells and things like that and right now my favorite spell is I forgot the name but it's the, the uh, flaming bouncing skull oh the firebomb that's it. Yeah. I love it. Rolling bones, love it, love I it, love it. it. Just goes bouncing around the screen. And <laughs> maybe that is the name of it. But it's just like this. I, I think just, think just think that's so cool. And you can kind of aim it, which I like because I know some of the skills for the Witch Doctor, you kind of can't aim very well. Correct. Like the frogs. Mm -hmm. Oh, the frogs are annoying. I, I can't get the frogs to... I can't get the frogs to go anywhere I want them to. So I'm like, okay, forget that. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, I'm just like... Figuring it out as I go, I suppose. When I'm having fun, it's going to take me a bit to sort of get the play style down, but I'll get there. You know, I got time. Um, so I was playing really late at night. Maybe I've been in two or three times. I'm not sure. I haven't played for that many hours straight at a time because I just haven't had the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got on and I noticed Lantonio was on and I think he must have gotten an achievement. I think I said congrats. And then we ended up in a game together, which was fun. Um, 
and just ran a couple of rifts because I was pretty low. He was around, uh, I want to say he was at like level 50 or something. I don't think he had much time to play either. And so we got to play together for a while, which was fun. Mm -hmm. And got, uh, we, we did like two or three just Nephilim rifts because neither one of us was, you know, we weren't at 70 or anything, <laughs> you know, so we kind of did what we could and things went really fast and leveled up a bit more. And then uh, he was hitting a lot of lag. Oh. And he wasn't the only one. There were people in the uh, the chat, you mm -hmm. know. I want to say trade chat, but I don't think that's <laughs> right. Um, general, you know, uh, you general <laughs> he was chat? Or? General oh, okay. chat, yes. That must be what I'm talking about. And a lot of people were asking, hey, is anybody else getting lagged? And it seemed like people were. And it, was, it wasn't like right when the season had started, mm -hmm. you know. So, I don't know. I mean, um, I don't know what was happening. I guess there was just such an influx of people that it was affecting a whole bunch of people. Um, you know, that I'm sure had something to do with it. So, we didn't get to play together too long because of that, but we did get to play together, so that was fun. Oh, nice. And now, um, my witch doctor is at 36. Cool. And not dead yet. <laughs> and um, just finished uh, Chapter 1 of the Season Journey. And it went pretty quick for me. I'm getting really good at chapter one, you know. <laughs> I mean, I can get that one pretty fast. I didn't have the time to sit and do the whole thing in one shot, but I wanted to. I just didn't have the time. But it was fun. And the uh, when I got to take a look at chapter two, I realized I had a, finished a couple of things already so that I didn't start with, you know, an empty chapter to do. I had, like, three things done that I didn't even know about that I had actually done and the reason I didn't know is because my achievement toasts are not popping up for me oh which is kind of frustrating and I thought at first it was because it was the first day of the season and everybody's in and everybody's lagged maybe the system wasn't catching up but they're not always catching up for me anyway and I had this happen like I thought I was seeing this at the end of uh, season five but I'm not certain that that was true mm -hmm. But it sure is happening now. So, like, once in a while, one of them will pop up and it'll be like, oh, hey, I did something, and I'll go look to see what it was. But otherwise, I'm playing along, and I don't even know, you know, that I've already done it. Like, I, I was paying attention to um, Chapter 1. You have to level all the the uh, crafters to was it 10, yep. I think. And, yeah. And so I was waiting for the thing to pop up to say, oh, you hit 10, and it didn't pop up. So I had to, like, stop what I was doing, open up the season journey, look, okay, yeah, that one counted, great. And the first time, like, I leveled all three, but it didn't count the mystic. Mm -hmm. Like, she was at 10, and I know I did it, and no achievement toast popped up. And I looked in the uh, chapter thing, and it didn't count it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go to bed now and try again later uh -huh. <laughs> and um, <laughs> give up for now. And when I came back, it did count it. Um, it you know it showed completed that you know that part we got to level the mystic to ten. That one was completed, but it sh it didn't show right when I done it. You know, so that was kind of weird. I don't know if this is just me going on. I've been having weird computer things happen lately, so it could be just me. But it's kind of frustrating to not have those achievement toasts pop up when I'm using them to kind of figure out, like, okay, I can stop doing this now, got it, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, no, I've noticed um, that, like, at least yeah. for the season journey information, that's not popping up at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not having other things pop up either, though. Like, in Season 5, I had, um, I think there's one called... Uh, uh, what's it called? It's the one where you hit a certain amount of the uh, the health pots, not the pots, the um, 
the stationary ones. What's it called? Mm -hmm. Wells. The Wells, right? So I think it's called Hard Wells. And I was working on that because I was pretty close. And I never saw the Achievement Toast pop up. And this was in Season 5 that this was going on. And I had no idea. And somebody said congrats while I was working on something. And I'm like, I have no idea what that's about. And then I went and dug back through it and figured out, oh, okay, that's what happened. <laughs> you know? I got it. I just didn't know. Yeah, like know. the Season so, I don't know itself, if it's itself, I'm noticing, doesn't pop up mm -hmm. um, like most of the other achievements you get in the game. It just kind of like pops up in your chat window, but doesn't pop up at uh, something in front of you, in the middle of the screen. But yeah, it used I to. think it used to, and I but think it used also, to. and I'll have to check in on this because this is not something I wanted to kind of look at right now. But um, I think that mm -hmm, they right. may have changed that and to put it as a setting in the options for the gameplay. So we're gonna have to take oh. a look at that. Okay, I will look for that to see if that's the problem because I swear I've had at least one. Um, uh, season journey thing pop up, but not all. But I'll check the settings. Uh, maybe the maybe part of the problem was it was that first. You know, it wasn't immediately when the season started, but it was still within 24 hours. So um, thinking maybe that might have been mm -hmm. lag. Uh, but I'll check that out because I like when those pop up. Like, oh, I did something. Okay. Yay. All right. So uh, just kind of let you know things are going around with Diablo for myself. Um, well, I did leave the last show kind of salty. Um, and that, you know, sometimes happens very rarely, but it does for me when it comes to putting extra pressure on myself, which came in the form of trying to get BlizzCon tickets. Um, I'm still going to say I'm not in, not completely thrilled with Universe, but um, it's the same rules as, you know, you would go and apply to getting tickets as it has been in the past. They're just using a different vendor. For me, the whole issue was just not knowing where I was in the queue or whether I was actually in the queue and at the end I felt like I wasted 15 minutes on that Wednesday because I just sat there and had no idea it didn't tell me I was in any place it didn't tell me where I was nothing like that and I'm the kind of person who likes to at least know whether I'm I've got a shot at getting these tickets or not and in the past when trying to get tickets at least I would know I'm in a, a certain queue number and I say okay at least I know I have a shot you know, and then it's just basically after 15 minutes, and then of course people are complaining that things are happening, which I can't confirm um, one way or another, like somebody getting in after or anything like that. So I said, okay, I'm going to set up both computers on Saturday um, that we have, and I have my oldest um, P-Dog over on one computer, and I'll be on the other. And I literally opened like 20 windows of, okay, click here to get your ticket. Mm -hmm. And I figured, oh, you sound much better. And I figured I'd click one at a time and then when the first one pops up don't click anymore i think what i did on wednesday was i clicked immediately i was i probably was already in but then i thought oh maybe i'll do a second um one to see if i also get in on that one on the same computer and when i did that i think i overrode my placing in the first one and so therefore i probably put myself right out of the queue on wednesday and it's like it was just thinking about like what did i do what i could have done better so this time I said, okay, um, I looked at our time zone clock, let, get it set at like five of, said, okay, start clicking one at a time. So we clicked one at a time, almost like one per second. And um, mm -hmm. I'd say within one or two seconds after the clock had turned over the hour, um, we got our, we both got in. Oh, and, good. Um, yep. And at least it said, okay, you have a chance to get your tickets. Now, I also was not, it was not very clear in the instruction is once you get in there, how much time you had to put your 
your information in to get to actually purchase the tickets. Like, it didn't say, okay, you're in the queue, you've got like two minutes to enter your information, if not, they'll release the tickets. Nothing like that. So I'm trying to make sure I get the information in there as fast as possible. We had, you know, a little notepad set up with all the credit card and information, stuff like that, took that cut and paste and put it in there so we can get it in as quick as possible. Um, we actually were both in because P Dog also got a chance to put in credit card information. Oh wow! And you know, and I will, I'm not trying to sell tickets or anything, so I just said, you know, like once I confirmed I had mine, I told him get out, let somebody else get those tickets, whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, and that's probably why people were getting on later because people would say, oh okay, you know, we you know, drop out, don't get any tickets, or I'm only getting two or whatever. So. I only got tickets for um, Little B and me. Um, I got him little uh, little XT when he was um, a toddler. We would go through Alduar, and it was so funny because in Alduar they had the little X or they had XT, the um, boss in there, and he'd be like, you know, these are my toys, bang, 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 like that. And he just like temper tantrum, and it reminded me of him when he was like two. So it, well, it's, it's that's hilarious. a toddler kind of thing. That is kind of funny. Exactly. Yeah. So I call him little <laughs> XT every once in a while. Right. Um, yeah. He's not little well, anymore. I'm, he's kind of big. Uh, oh, I, I would hope. You know, if <laughs> we grow, that'd be good. But yeah, it's good you both did. got. You know, you got tickets. So you can you know bring your kid again, like you brought your other kid last time around. You know. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and that's I think where the whole saltiness for me coming from last time was. I just put that pressure on myself because I told him we would go. Like I'd right. figure, I'd find a way to get us to go one way or another. And I just wanted to make it easy where, okay, I got the tickets. I don't have to go trying to chase somebody down or hopefully get a ticket from somebody at a, in a, you know, at a website that I don't know who they are or anything like that. I'm like, I don't yeah, want to Yeah, that's kind of that. sketchy sometimes. Sometimes yeah. there's good sites, but sometimes it's like, I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and also just trying to rely on, on finding even, even a friend in the community you know, mm-hmm. hope that they didn't already sell the tickets to somebody else. Things like that. Right. So. Right. Yeah. So if if you are listening to the show and you did not get tickets from for BlizzCon and you're looking for tickets, don't go to like eBay because they're gonna rip you off. Yeah. Yeah. No. Try try to you know network with people that you might know in a community and they generally know somebody else who might have a ticket or something like that. Right. And, yeah. and talk to those people directly. And, and um, most of the time, those people are going to sell it for what they, you know, paid for it. They're not. They're not there to rip you off. They're there to say, "Well, I have an extra ticket. Who wants to go?" And they understand how important it is to be mm-hmm. able to go if it's something you're excited about. You know, scalpers exactly. not so much. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and then so we got that whole drama out of the way. So we're all set. We got our hotel. We got that. I just need to get airplane tickets now. <laughs> okay, well, um, yeah, that's an important part. You can't yeah. exactly walk there from across the country, so no, and that's, <laughs> that's also going to be hard. That's also going to depend on you know once I move into my new position, um, talking with my director to say, oh, okay, you know, like I have this trip planned. You know, I, I'm mm-hmm. planning on trying to fly out on Wednesday and fly back on Sunday. Yeah, that sounds reasonable. Um, but yeah. yeah, that would be a lot of fun. So that way we can get there, you relax, have a good night's sleep, then go to mm-hmm. you know the con before the the. Um, the storm and con enjoy the all storm? the party and atmosphere and stuff like that on Thursday and then mm-hmm. start the con on Friday and Saturday and, and just have a great time um, and do it relaxed because I found like when we tried to fly in the day of events like on the Thursday it just mm-hmm. got too just too much 
you know, we were completely exhausted by like Saturday. But then the next time when I flew a day early, I felt good, relaxed, ready to go and just have a good time the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. So uh, we're looking at that. And then, um, of course, season six rolls around, started playing, and I got in probably around 8.30 to 9 on uh, Eastern time, so only about an hour into season six on Friday night. And I started, I said, okay, I'm going to do hardcore Barbarian. I said, I'm going to do melee, get in there, punch face, have fun. Not a witch doctor this time? No, no, that was, my plan was to try something different this season. All right. So I started with it, and I failed miserably. Aww. <laughs> I got to, like, level 29. With How did you fail at the barb? I, I think it's one of the more simplistic playing styles. Smash all the things. It is, but it felt so slow. Okay, leveling, yeah, I can see that. And it was really slow. Like, I, I hear barbarians are great as, you know, they get into, at the end game, level 70 mm-hmm. and above, and they're just smashing, whirlwinding through everything. But, like, that... that move above to get there just i'm so used to witch doctor where i just have my pets out i can you know dot everything run around i'm killing things like crazy and i can't with that i actually have to go to the mobs (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah that's the one frustrating thing about the uh barbarian is you know you have to go to the mobs Mm -hmm. so if you have like a situation where you're in one of those dungeons for lack of a better word and like a ghost floats off the side oh yeah you know unless you have the throwing axe or whatever you you get to wait until he comes back you know <laughs> yeah no i mean i was playing i did my 20s doing really well with the the barb i felt pretty com you know comfortable with it and um i decided to you know just continue doing some riffs so i i i got one riff where i thought it would be okay but it i ended up getting basically surrounded by two elite mobs um, champion pack. Two? That's not fair. Yeah. Holy cow. And I was like, there's no way for me to get out. I had no escape. I had like, I didn't choose leap as one of my abilities, so I couldn't just leap out of there. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's it's helpful. Yeah. If especially when you're learning the barbarian, like I don't use leap very much because I played a lot of barbarians, but um, spent a lot of time on barbarians. But uh, I could see where leap would be really good to use, like if you're new to it and you're learning, because then you can get out of there. Oh yeah. And so then I, I played a second one right away, and I said, okay, I'm going to start doing that. Got to level 7, and just, I, for whatever reason, was not paying attention. And uh, I just ran into, like, another champion mob and got killed. Oh, I'm like, really? Maybe like, maybe the, the barb's not for you, no. you know? <laughs> I mean, maybe not. Everybody's got their class that they do better with. And maybe, you know, the barb's so different from the witch doctor. And I so. decided, you're right, it's not. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm like, Nevik always does well with a monk. Let me create a monk. So I created a monk, and I called it Easy Mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that was nice totally name. as a joke, just to kind of stab back at, at Nevik, because as soon as I logged on, he was like, oh, great, you're not playing that terrible class, the Witch Doctor. And I'm like, oh, oh that's it. He doesn't like it. I'm like, it. I'm creating a monk <laughs> just to kill it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, um, I created this monk. And Grant Nagus had a, a witch doctor he was doing in hardcore. And so we just joined together and just kind of went around for a little while. Now, that, that those characters are almost at level 30. Um, we just okay. kind of hung out for about an hour and a half just playing around on Saturday. And it was awesome. I'm like, it's just, it moves so much faster than the Barbarian. It's a melee class. Mm-hmm. It felt like I had some ability to keep me alive a little bit more early game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, I'll be honest, I'm like pressing one button. <laughs> I do feel like an easy mode. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. I did play a monk last season. For the whole last season, it was softcore. Um, first time I've ever really put any time into playing a monk. And um, I think by the end I had at least two buttons I was mm -hmm. pushing. And I don't, I don't know that I was using only one. I don't, I don't feel like I was using one by the end of that. But um, I don't remember if it felt like one button early on. Well, I mean, I, I'm kind of exaggerating. It's two. It's like I have my main punch to get generate spirit, and then I have like um, I forgot which spell, spell I'm even using. I have like seven-sided strike, and then I have like another, okay. another one. I like that one. Um, mm -hmm. And that's <laughs> yeah. really it. I'm like, it, it, I'm having no problem killing everything. I'm, I'm jumping in and out to be able to help um, Grand Nagus if he got into any trouble, stuff like that. And it was just, it was good. I mean, I, I think it's a fun gameplay. I like it. I like the, the fact that the, the character moves so quickly across the, the screen, doing a lot of things. The mantras help. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's a different style that I'm used to. And uh, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I think more... I, to me, it feels like it's one of those classes that it's easy to pick up, but to master it, you really have to to play it well at a, at the end game. You know, I mean, I, I don't think... At difficulty level, it may not be terribly difficult to play as a monk, but in order to be able to escape and to keep yourself alive and to... To dart in and out of all the mobs, especially at high torment levels where you could get killed easily, um, that may be where the real test is. So, I and I haven't that, quite yeah. gotten there mm -hmm. yet, so I, I won't know. But then I just well, there's there's more of a oh, season, of so he'll get there, you know. And then just like mm -hmm. we were, you mentioned about the lag issue. I was having that kind of feeling. I'm like, okay, you know, Nagus had already dropped off because um, he had to go to work, and I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do. Um, something in softcore because like everybody in the clan except for, like one or two people was doing softcore and I was sitting in there on TeamSpeak and listening to Reckclaw and and um, those guys uh, doing because Dread mm -hmm. Scythe was in there as well um, and they were doing softcore run together the four of them the night before come to find out uh, like I was listening in on them on Friday night and they hit level 70 in just under three hours Wow. Yeah, they were just on a roll. They they had gotten some really lucky um, rifts and things like that. Like, they ended up with the cow rift at one point. You know, oh, how fun. Yeah, that, like, just killing the cow gives you a, an insane amount of um, experience uh, at that level. So it's like, it was great. And then they also, oh, what else did they get? Oh, they also got a vault. And it was like, oh, really? those are good too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. To j just to randomly get that, you know, that's that's impressive. Yeah. They they got some. They, they had a lot of luck. They had some good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think because uh, I also had in the background, Leviathan stream, and they were doing hardcore, you know, four uh, player leveling, and I think they got to level seventy just after three hours. So I was like, okay, those guys did, you know, it was pretty good balance um, to see mm -hmm. what some of the guys in our clan had done. So that was nice. Um, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, you know, jumping on TeamSpeak, listening to people, chatting with them about what's going on, and just catching up because you know so many people had kind of taken a short break and it came back. So that was fun. Um, well, that's good. That's good. 
And I just, just kept leveling up to softcore, jumped on to a game with a couple different people in the clan here and there. I did some leveling. I was doing a bunch of leveling on my own on Sunday. And, um, uh, let's see. I got pulled into a game where I just got power levels for like the last six levels. So I was like, hey, I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I'll take it. It's not bad, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like um, when Lantonio and I were playing in the same game that, uh, you know, I was leveling faster because he was, and I was at like, I don't know, maybe 20 and he was at like 50 something at least. So it, it moved me up quicker than I would have done on my own for sure. Um, I wouldn't say it's power leveling. We weren't quite, neither one of us were at 70. I think you need to at least be at 70 to power level someone. But um, yep. it's fun. It, it's nice to have help from friends and it's not like I was you know sometimes when I've had people help me I'm literally like standing in the doorway kind of thing trying not to die you know that sort of thing <laughs> but we were actually like playing and doing stuff so I mean that was good yeah and uh, the witch doctor I decided to create her for, uh, the softcore witch doctor that I have mm -hmm. so um, I did go back to witch doctor because I just love it too much of course you couldn't no, stay away I could not stay away so mm -hmm. she um, Let's see. Uh, somebody was joking on TeamSpeak, like, oh, so what fruit are you using this time? I'm like, well, no, this season <laughs> I'm not using fruit. I was like, what am I going to do? I'm like, in hardcore, I was using my uh, barbarian to start off with. I'm like, oh, you know what? They're meat shields. I'm just going to call them after different meats, like pepperoni oh, and, fun. you know, hamburg. <laughs> pepperoni. And stuff like that. And when it dies, you can say rest, rest in pepperoni. pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't take long for that one to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and it was it was great. I'm like, okay, so I was like, I abandoned that idea. Um, soft core, she's not gonna die or anything. And I'm like, so what I'm doing? I'm like, oh, I'm drinking a fruity drink. I'm like, I'm gonna name her after my drink. So I called her Mai Tai. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so I had good with that, uh, fun with that. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm up at this season. Um, I get the Looney Masses set. So I'm like, I'm looking forward to oh, trying to okay. finish mm -hmm. completing that. Like, I got to level 70 on Sunday. I continued running with people for a little bit. Uh, I'm now at Paragon 40. Oh, cool. So yeah, so I mean, it just it moved pretty quickly. I, I have to start doing some of the rest of the journey in order to get the other pieces for the Junimasa, but I'm at least at a, a two-piece right now when I got my fetishes out permanently. Um, I'm going with the, the pet build, just enjoying that. I'm like, I'm having no problem. Like, Torment 1 easy. Uh, just tearing things apart. Torment 2 and 3, mm -hmm. um, not too too bad. It takes me a little bit longer. Um, but I really haven't had a chance to play in the last three days since, you know, getting to this level. So I was like, okay. I guess I'm going to have to do something about that and, and work on that a little bit more this week. Now, hopefully, work slows down. Hopefully, yeah, you'll have some time, and hopefully my work will slow down a little. I don't really want it to slow down much, but um, <laughs> and then maybe we'll both be out at the same time yeah. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> and then the last thing uh, about today was, you know, as I mentioned off uh, in the pre-show, talking with you, that, you know, I just want to jump in for about 20, 30 minutes. So I was just kind of doing something on my own, trying to get a couple more of the, the achievements towards the season journey. And um, Dead Greed uh, messaged me, and he's like, hey... I've got a goblin um, shrine here. You want to come into my game? And I'm like, sure, why not? I'm like, I got a couple minutes. And he's like, um, yeah, come on in. So he invited me in. Torment 10 difficulty. He's running a demon hunter right now. And sets off the shrine. And there's like goblins running everywhere. <laughs> 
and he killed every single one so of them. Fun. I'm like, that's insane. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the demon hunter, yeah, I could see uh, that. And it was great. I think he, um, I think he was the one. I'm pretty sure it was Dead Greed that invited me into a treasure vault, uh, T10 mm -hmm. one, four season five. And I went in, and it was just like explosions everywhere. It was great. Oh, it you know? was <laughs> so much fun. It was awesome mm -hmm. because not only did we kill all of the the goblins there, so we had to like go back to town um, to just kind of make more room in our bags. Come right. back, and there's mm -hmm. a gob the uh, treasure vault there too. So right. we got the vault yeah. with it, yeah. and it was like, oh my god! So we jumped in there, and killed everything in the vault, and I'm now up mm -hmm. to like 90 million gold. And I was like, that's oh awesome. Oh, gosh, that's great. <laughs> oh, my dead greed, you're the best. That's fabulous. <laughs> yeah, he's. I was pretty happy when we were playing. It was just random one time. We were both on. I had time and stuff. Um, yeah, I, so I, I kind of know your experience with that, because I did that, too, with him. He's a really nice guy to let people in like that. But, man, oh, that's yeah. fun, you know? So, hey, mm -hmm. guys, everyone out there, keep your eyes open, because there's a lot of great people out in the community, and you never know. There are. We have a fantastic Diablo community, as far as I can see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, before we get into talking a little bit about one of our sponsors, um, I just want to mention, if everybody's asking, hey, where's Lantonio? Uh, Lantonio let us know that he's actually moving to a new place, and as a result, he has no internet for a short amount of time. Um, so it might be a couple weeks before we hear back from Lantonio. Could be next show, could be the show after. Once he moves in. Hard to say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, moving, you never know. Things can change, you know. But um, obviously he doesn't have internet while he's moving because that's, you know. I mean, I think he might, I don't know how it works on, how it would work on his phone specifically based on whatever variables. But, you know, I, I think he's going to miss part of season six because he's moving. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'll want to get back to you know online as fast as quick as fast as, as fast as quick i'm doing great today <laughs> um as fast as possible <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly so yeah he'll be back with us as soon as he can i'm sure so don't worry about but it we don't everybody. know exactly he'll, when he'll be back yes and he is fine there's no you know tragedies happening nope. it's just moving so all good and moving good so Right, yes. And and moving on here as we keep the show rolling before I, you know, stumble over more words. Um <laughs> we do still have Audible as our sponsor of the show and you can get a free thirty day trial with Audible by going to bit.ly slash or bit.ly slash soulstone twenty sixteen. That gives you one credit you can use on any of their one hundred and eighty thousand titles for free, a free audiobook for you. And there's a bunch of stuff, different varieties of things in there for you to choose from. Um once your 30-day trial is over, you're going to, of course, want to go into, you know, a subscription. There's, uh, I think, I think the uh, the one that gives you one credit per month, I think, is like $15 a month or thereabout. Mm -hmm. Maybe wrong about that, but there's a couple of other options if you feel like you go through enough audiobooks or you need more than that a month. You can do that, too. Mm -hmm. So... In addition, you get uh, a digital version of either the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. I think they're still doing that. There's um, special deals and sales that uh, you know people who have an account can have access to that other people don't get, and all sorts of goodies like that. So when you're done listening to us Babylon about Diablo, if you'd like to go over and uh, get your free audiobook and your free 30-day trial, you can do that by going to bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we our house we do two and um, per month two credits, and we get uh, actually it's like twenty three dollars, which is not bad. 
you know, two books every month, that's really a good deal. It works out good if you have, like, you know, a commute to, to deal with and you want to listen to something or if you have, you know, a bunch of family that's all kind of listening to things and stuff like that. So, yeah. I like Audible. Oh, yeah. I pay attention to it. I haven't gotten a subscription yet. Um, maybe someday, you know. <laughs> it's hard for me to listen to stuff while I'm writing, I've noticed. So that's what's holding me back. But at some point, I will have more free time and that will be a possibility. And it's well worth it. So we've got a, a fair amount of tweets this um, time from the last couple of weeks. So, uh, Jen, would you like to start off? Oh sure. Let's see how we uh, let's see how we go with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So the first tweet for the show is from at j j noll j n o l e one nine seven three, who says at shattered stone, first hardcore character, last hardcore character, rest in peace, Doctor Evil. <laughs> Only Paragon 106, but you lived a full life. Aww, he Aww. wrote like a he wrote like an, a eulogy for his character here. <laughs> Very well done in the in the space of a tweet. That's that's talent right there. I love that he picked the name Doctor Evil. I'm gonna have to remember that if I kill mine. I might borrow that a little bit. Like if Doctor Who dies, I might have to go to that. But um, yeah, I guess Paragon 106. You probably did live a full life. It was a hardcore character. Um, <laughs> and since since he said last hardcore character, I'm assuming this means he's gone to softcore forever at this point. I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah, well, he at least, he definitely gave hardcore a good try. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's that. Um, the next tweet is actually from Brasia, at uh, the at underscore Brasia. And uh, you, you kind of touched on this a bit. You wrote, my Lil Crusader and I will be at BlizzCon 2016 now to find out where the hashtag D3 folks hang out. And he tagged Shattered Stone at the West March Workshop and at... Uh, cool story bro podcast <laughs> and um and you got some responses in there so at slug nutty said uh tagged everybody i mentioned in there and sa- uh wrote ha ha in all caps and an exclamation point and then said congrats saw that you missed round one glad you got in and uh at the underscore brazia responded to at slug nutty and all of the podcasts named in there and said thanks i know that i keep missing you in game i'll be around more in season six which mm-hmm. it seems you're actually living up to so far <laughs> and true. um mm-hmm. and then i i chimed in uh, at queen of haiku is me and said yay congrats to you and your little crusader <laughs> little <laughs> smiley face because I was really hoping you'd get it. Because I know, like, the, when you brought your older son, you know, that was the first BlizzCon I think all of us were at. And we had all all of the members of Shattered Soulstone at, you know, at BlizzCon that year. And I know that you had a lot of fun with your kid. So I was really hoping you could get it again and do that with your other kid. Yay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's, um, there's another response in here from at the West March Workshop, who named everyone in the chain. And said, dude, that's awesome. We will have to hang for sure. So there you go. Awesome. You've got someone to hang with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm totally looking forward to BlizzCon this year. It just, it sounds, it just feels like it's going to be a lot of fun. So. It does seem to. like it, it seems like people are super hyped and excited, at least from the Diablo group. Um, not sure about everybody else. I think most of the people I follow probably are Diablo players. <laughs> you know, If you look at the ratio of, you know, who, who do I follow on Twitter that plays video games. I, I think the ratio has shifted to mostly Diablo players. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, but I'm not sure. I'd have to look, but it, it feels like it sometimes. And it, all of them are excited as can be. Oh, yeah, definitely. <coughs> <coughs> mm-hmm. 
So why don't you take over with the tweets for a little while, oh, Brisha? That sounds good to me. Um, mm-hmm. Next tweet is from at Lady Birdness. Uh, all the jewels about to fall out of the treasure goblin sack. So if anybody remembers, last time um, Lady Birdness wrote, uh, tweeted to us that she was going to be um, knitting a... Nope, crocheting. That's crocheting. crocheting. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't expect everyone to know, but she said crocheting, and I'm looking at the stitches, and I believe that's crocheting. I think you're right. Sorry, I don't know the intricacies. That's my wife thing. That's okay. Um, yeah, that's okay. I, I have an art background and had to learn all kinds of things. So right. um, <laughs> so she's yeah. crocheting a um, treasure goblin, and she created the sack so far with a bunch of buttons and everything sewed on top of it, looking like jewels uh, falling out. That really kind of looks cool. That's a lot of talent on that one. It's very impressive. It really is. I'm looking at that going, hmm, how how did she do that? I think I can mentally figure out how she did it, but I don't know that I have the skill, so I'm just really impressed. And I may have, I, immediately when I saw that, I wrote, I tweeted back to her and wrote, fantastic, a big smiley face, because I think it's so cool. Exactly. And it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, next was at Cyberwolf. And he said at Shatterstone, hey, at Lantonio. You should really stop saying long story short because you don't know how to do that. <laughs> Evil grin. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> we like his stories. I know. I mean, it's not story time with Wyatt, but it's like random story time with Lantonio. <laughs> and they're, they're always interesting, too. It is. <laughs> you never know where you're going to go with any of those stories. Exactly. Yeah. See, it's always a surprise. It's an adventure. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Story adventures with Lantonio. Um, Exactly. Yeah. Hey, there you go. New new show segment. (laughs) (laughs) He could call his segment "Long Story Short." (laughs) That is a great. I mean, it's catchy. It's really catchy. You know. The Mm -hmm. next tweet is from at the Westmark Workshop. Season six starts this Friday. Tell us your plans for the weekend. All-nighter, question mark. Land party, question mark. All the food, question mark. We want to know and see. Hashtag Diablo. Well, um, at Walkman 8, which is Reclaw, he said at Westmark Workshop, leveling all night with the sh- at Shatterstone crew. Cooler, full of tasty snacks and tastier beverages next to my computer. Hashtag hype. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was part of that do group. Do people still do... There, there we go. Oh, oh sorry, go ahead. Say, he was part of that crew of four that were uh, leveling up together. They did it. I mean, yeah. Oh, fun. It was fun. That's really cool. And I'm wondering with this tweet from the West March Workshop, do people still do land parties? <laughs> I haven't done that since like the 90s. Right? Oh. Yeah. Do people do that still? I mean, you don't have to now because you can play against, you know, or with people from all over the place just, you know, on the internet. Well, I mean, I get... Do they still do land parties? No, probably not a land party, but, like, I could see people, you know, if they had three or four people that had uh, laptops, they could all share the same internet and jump on together. Like, just come... I guess I could see that. I guess I'm just thinking of, like, these big, heavy, boxy computers with towers, you know? No, I know what you mean. <laughs> on people's, like, on the sturdiest tables in people's houses, trying to hook everything up, taking half your day just to plan out how it all is going to hook together, <laughs> and then you can play. <laughs> I remember that. That's fun. Land parties. <laughs> so the next tweet is from at Cruentus Relic. He said, At Shatterstone, I just made a return to at Diablo Console Edition to farm Key Warden with the misses. Many hours will be lost. 
<laughs> He's gonna have fun. <laughs> Many hours of fun hunting keywords with the misses. That's good. It's nice that, you know, Diablo's the kind of game where you could jump in and play essentially by yourself, be the only person in your household who plays, but it's, you know, it's awesome how many people we're hearing actually do play with someone that they live with mm -hmm. in their family, you know? Yeah. It is. Cool. And it's kind of funny, uh, our missus, um, well, not ours, but mine, uh, mentioned... <laughs> it's not ours, we're yeah, not, not sharing a missus, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she just, like, randomly said the other day, hey, we haven't played Diablo on console in a while, we need to do that again. Like, great. Just oh, not good. winning deep and thick good, good, starts. Good. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, the timing, yeah, might be a little rough. Maybe towards the end of the season when you're sick at the season. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, next tweet is from at LadyBirdness. Hashtag Diablo 3. Need help. Templars keep dying on levels higher than Torment 4. Tried Torment 8 today, and he's next to useless. Advice at Shadowstone. Now, I was trying to look up something earlier, okay. and um, mm -hmm. on the actual web, you know, Diablo website itself, looking through the forums and stuff, I can't see anything where um, somebody, you know, other people have said that they're having problems with their Templar. Um, it's possible the gear is not good on, on the Templar. Maybe you're still using gear from a lower level. Um, I could be wrong. That could be... There's a couple of things um, just off the top of my head and starting from, like, the easiest potential solution that you may have overlooked. Like, not to be rude and think, oh, no, she doesn't know this. But um, starting from just there and, and growing bigger, um, I, I don't know how new she is to the game. I don't know if she's played as long as we have. But in general, people listening might be new. So if you're having trouble with your Templar dying, make sure you're actually giving him upgraded gear as you go. Mm-hmm. Because some people don't realize they need to, like, give him better gear than what he starts with. You know, that kind of stuff. So start there. Um, you can... There is a, rel a relic you can get. It's, like, random, you know, random random if you're going to get it or not. But there's one that makes your Templar unable to die. Mm -hmm. So you can try to maybe get that from Kadala, which is also a risk. Um, you never know if that's going to work for you or if it's not going to work for you. But there is one out there. But you can't necessarily guarantee you're going to get that. Um, you can... Uh, take his gear and try to run it through the mystic and maybe get more um i don't know maybe more crit so he's more he's got more damage you know does more damage to the monsters kind of thing you could try that give it back to him mm -hmm. um you could uh give his weapon a socket or use give him a weapon that has a socket and stick an emerald in there for more crit that might help um what else <laughs> um the other thing is Depending on what abilities they use, um, some everything on the left side of the abilities really helps with protection and healing and survivability. Um, everything on the right side is either you know crowd control, damage, something of that sort. So you know, take a look at what you have selected and maybe you know the the Templar is just not staying alive because you used everything that is like either stun or damage instead of healing. That makes sense. Like, I know there's one, I can't remember the name of this skill either, but um, where you give him the option, one of the options of, you know, the two options he gets is to, like, rush a monster right away. Yep. You know? And if you if he's dying all the time, maybe switch off of that one and do whatever the alternate is, which is probably healing, like Braze has been saying. Mm -hmm. um, so he's not rushing right into the mob to die. That might help. Um, what else can you do? Hmm. I know, like... 
you could... I'm not sure about this. If the Templar has like a ring or an amulet that has a socket and you stick a legendary gem in there, does he get those abilities? I don't know. I don't know if your followers do. Um, I'm not mm, sure. Might be an interesting experiment to try. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they do. Um, I mean, I could be totally well, wrong kind of on that. That's a bummer. But, but I really don't <laughs> I think don't know. they do. Okay, maybe not. I just thought, mm, worth a try, but maybe not. Yeah, hmm, but I mean, I'll also like that, having... See what happens. Uh, the unity that ring that yeah that helps because that's the one uh that splits the damage between everybody yep. and then of right. course also right. having the um the the what do you call it the relic that makes it so he doesn't die that combination yeah, with unity I, also will help you survive too that does help a lot yeah um what else off the top of my head i don't know I know you could give him, like, this is probably obvious, but there's always someone listening that maybe is new to this or hasn't realized this yet. Your Templar can use legendaries. Mm-hmm. I think, I think he, he can use ancient legendaries as well. Um, so there's that. I don't know if you could give him a weapon that's part of a set. I have never tried that. Oh, yeah. You could. It's just he wouldn't be able to get the set bonus unless it's something like um, a sword or a mace and a shield, like if those two were together, but I don't think there's any right. set out there that does that. A uh, sword and a shield together? Not that I know of, I mean, off the top of my head, but um, just kind of thinking, you know, if you go through your gear and you have something that's maybe better than what he's using. I'm sure she's already tried some of these things, at least, already. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm not really sure. Yeah, and if anybody else has anything, um, you can always tweet it out to Lady Birdness. Or you could yeah, uh, send something to know the show next time. You could do that. We'll read it off for you if you want to. Um, and I guess this is like, you know, a, another option is to see if maybe your scoundrel or enchantress is better equipped than your Templar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, until you get some more gear that'd be better for him, maybe switch off or something. I don't know. I don't know. My Templar... Um, I have been fortunate enough to get that relic where uh, the Templar doesn't die on a, n- a number of my characters, so it's been a while since my Templar has died. So I'm trying to remember like what you can do. But anyway, hopefully some of those options will work out. Definitely. Uh, mm-hmm. Our next tweet is from Josuki's Hair, and he says, People in the At Shattered Stone clan chat are talking about Kendrick Lamar. I love this clan. I don't know who Kendrick Lamar is. Um, he's a rap artist. Um, okay. Yeah, music and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, he's, he's a kid. He's only like 28. He's straight out. Oh, of okay. <laughs> Literally, he's from Compton, California. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. See, I just I don't know. I don't pay attention as much, I guess. But hey, you know, we've got obviously a uh, variety of topics going on in the clan chat. Exactly. <laughs> to entertain everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's all good. Um, so the next tweet is from at Vespertilio, one one eight nine. He said at Shatterstone at Lantonio just started streaming with at Lantonio um, and Diablo two. Let's get this started. Full playthrough, lore included. Ooh. Oh, fun. Lore yeah. included. Going through story mode first, or? Uh, yeah, for Diablo hmm. two. That, that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, wait. I don't know if they have story mode. What am I thinking? I think I was thinking that he was playing Diablo 3. Uh, yeah. 
doing real well today. You know, I said I was doing well. Apparently, I'm not. You know, today <laughs> I was wrong about that. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that is, but that's happening. But yeah, D2 would be, that would be neat to watch. That would well, be neat. Why don't you take so over for the next few? Okay, <laughs> let's try that and see what happens. Um, okay, so our next tweet is from at Lady Birdness. And she has a photo that goes with this tweet. Uh, the tweet said, Treasure Goblin done, $60 plus post, comma, spread the word. At Shattered Stone, at Westmarch Workshop, at John underscore Jagger, at Wow, and then hashtag Diablo3. And here in the photo is the completed crocheted Treasure Goblin holding the little, um, the little uh, Treasure Goblin sack with all the jewels on the top of it. That and it's fantastic. Really cool. It's really well done. I mean, it really looks like a treasure goblin. Like, a you know, a treasure goblin you can cuddle. <laughs> sort of like the stuffed animal ones, but a different technique. And it's really good. I don't know how long it took her, but it's impressive. So we'll put that into the show notes for people to check out if you missed it. And um, that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. She did it. Absolutely. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next tweet is from at the Alien Nationer, who tweeted at the West March Workshop, at Shattered Stone, at Cool Story Bro Podcast, that's KSB Podcast for that one, and uh, West March Workshop is at the WM Workshop, which is hard for me to read, so that's why I've been saying it that way. Anyway, um, so the alienationer uh, tweets, oh yeah, bring on the wings, bring on the pets, and has a screenshot for us from uh, season six. He's playing a wizard. He's playing a female wizard, and he's got one of these pets that looks like a little kid. (laughs) And uh, there's a name for that thing. I think I have a a link somewhere that'll tell me the name that I'll get to later in the show, but he's obviously picked up that one somewhere. I don't know if the helmet that the wizard is wearing is a transmog or not, but the pet definitely is. And oh yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to find this season. Yeah, it's hard to see, but she has the wings on as well. The there's like Does the she? dark feathered wings. Oh, I see it now. Yeah, yeah, I was looking for when I think of the wings, I think of these like bright things, but she's got the wings on as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely a transmog on that one too. Well, that'd be why I said bring on the wings, bring on the pets. Yeah. I'm just not the brightest I've ever been today, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> <You're just fine>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so the next tweet is from the West March Workshop, uh, responding to uh, the alienationer and putting in also Shattered Stone and KBS podcast. And they said, nicely done. And then we have a tweet from Brasia joining in the conversation, uh, tweeting back at everyone involved, saying, must get them all. <laughs> like, you know. Catch all the stuff. Find exactly. all the pets. <laughs> Find everything. Find everything. Yeah. Um, okay. So the the next tweet is from at the alienationer and is on a different topic. It's not part of that first chain. And the alienationer tweets at shattered stone at the underscore brasia five greater rifts higher first try with the new 2.4.1 changes to Helltooth and Enforcer Gem went from 74 to 79 Power Creep. That's from the Alienationer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then at the Brasia responds and says, oh, that makes me very happy. I'm going Barb this season, so it'll have to wait for me to go back to Witch Doctor. Hey, which you have, so (laughs) that worked out well. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Drop the whole Barb thing. uh, Go you know, hardcore monk and witch doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. 
Okay, so we have another tweet. I don't think I've seen this name before here. So this is uh, at Enceladus XP. Very nice. Right? Enceladus. It sounds like salad in Spanish. Enceladus, maybe. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe I'm wrong, and I'm you know reading that wrong, I but I think right. that's what I'm seeing. And uh, Enceladus XP says, "Preseason breakfast, and my wife has made me a good luck pancake." Tweeted that at the West March workshop and at Chattered Stone. <laughs> and here is a photo of this large pancake with the word Diablo written on it in some kind of red, I don't know, syrup. Maybe I don't, I'm not sure. That um, is awesome. But <laughs> It's a good luck pancake. Best wife ever. On it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very unique breakfast right there. <laughs> That's very cool. And then we have a tweet from EG underscore Ace Fisher One, uh, who said, "Time to stream some more at Diablo over at." And he's got his Twitch uh, link in there. Tweeted at Twitch at West March Workshop and at Shattered Stone. And this is. Uh, AEG underscore Ace Fisher is Dan from Press Box Radio. And he's got a screenshot of his barbarian who has the Mercy Wings from when you buy or if you pre ordered uh, Overwatch. I think that's how you get yeah. those. Oh my god, that looks so good yeah. too. It looks really good, yeah. I don't know. I When I think of wings, I think of like something that could lift you, and I don't think anything could lift that very armored barbarian, but the wings look cool, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, it kind of makes him look yeah. almost like Imperius. Oh yeah, I could see that. I, I, you know, I bet you could like play around with colors and try to look more like him if you wanted to. If you had the, if someone out there had the mercy wings of playing a barbarian. Mm. Interesting transmogs this season. I know, it's nice. <laughs> and you know, not that that's from the season specifically, but it showed up around the same time. Um, we have another tweet from at uh, eg underscore ace fisher one who tweets, really enjoying streaming at Diablo with the new setup at Shattered Stone, and he's got a link to his Twitch again, and here we have a photo of his setup, and he's got uh, the laptop playing D3, he's got his computer monitor, uh, I think probably with Twitch, possibly, the mouse is in the middle somewhere, and there's a microphone over here, I don't know if that's a snowball mic. Yeah, maybe? it looks like one, I have one of those. I don't have one of those, but it looks like... I mean, they're kind of distinctive, so I mm -hmm. thought maybe that's a snowball mic. That's a nice setup right there. Got everything you need, just about. He's even got a, I don't know, a can of soda or something on there, <laughs> too. So, all set. And we have another tweet from at uh, EG underscore AceFisher1. Uh, had an awesome time streaming at Diablo on at Twitch today. Thanks to the at Shattered Stone crew for good times and follows more tomorrow. So it seems, uh, I don't know if he means crew as in, one, it wasn't me, so one of the, you know, either you were Lantonio or if he means crew as in people in the uh, clan. I think it might have been Lantonio and some people in the clan. Okay, so that's very cool. Yeah. I'm glad everybody got in there and had a good time. And we're coming to the end of the tweets here. So we've got um, one from at Dreadsight. Yep. Uh, who says, thanks to the good old at Shattered Stone crew for putting in the real grind time and getting this weekend done and done. Must, much fun was had. Yeah. So people are having fun. People are having a good time <laughs> this season. And our last tweet is from Haster. At Haster. And uh, he's got a photo here. He says, here's a pic from at Con Before, the Con Before Storm, which is the Con Before the Storm Twitter account. Uh, year one with at Queen of Haiku. 
of at Shattered Stone and myself of at Group Quest. That's Ch- uh, Haster's podcast is Group Quest. It's a World of Warcraft podcast for those that don't know. Um, and he put hashtag podcast in there. And that's a photo of me and him from the very first uh, Con Before the Storm party while that was going on. And it was before uh, the, the night before BlizzCon 2013. And he is dressed as the Joker, and it was a fun night. Oh, it <laughs> <You> was. <know? laughs> I remember that very well. <laughs> mm-hmm. And some of you may have seen a lot of tweets with uh, pictures from previous uh, Con Before the Storm events, or people in that cosplayed at BlizzCon, or different things like that. And this has to do with something that Con Before the Storm was doing in regards to its Kickstarter uh, to... Um, uh, hit goals and things of this nature. I'm not explaining this perfectly well, but most of you probably know how Kickstarter works, so it has something to do with that. So it was kind of neat to be like, oh, hey, there's there's that photo. It's, it's a nice photo. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so it's kind of fun. And that gets us through all of our tweets for today. Yeah, so, ooh, way to go. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few. Now it's time to go take Thank a you nap. for helping. <laughs> I, I, I know. <laughs> I don't think I could have done all of this on my own, so. Yeah, that was yeah. awesome. So um, let's fine. talk a little bit about Patreon for a moment. And before we dive into the emails, and we do have several emails tonight, so the show is going to keep going. We do. Going. We has emails. Exactly. <laughs> we have emails. Um, we're running our Patreon campaign where you can help support the show. You can become a patron of Shadowstone by going to patreon.com slash soulstone and making a monthly pledge. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated. And thank you for everyone who has so far. Yes, some have. And if you can and you want to, we very much appreciate it. And we're going to try to keep this show mm-hmm. rolling. So, um, let's uh, look at this. We've got several emails to work with. And, Jen, would you like to take the first one from Seraphis? Well, the first one um, the first one is from Seraphis, who is one of the hosts of The Sundering, who, which is a World of Warcraft podcast. And he sent us this email, and now that I'm looking at it, I'm not sure if it was like, hey, read this on your show. I think it was more instructional mm. for us, so I won't read the whole thing. But it's okay, because he sent an audio that is definitely for everyone to hear that's going to explain what uh, Con Before the Storm is better than I can. So maybe we should put that audio right in here. Hi, this is Dave, a.k.a. Seraphis. And this is Heather, also known as Zia. You may have listened to us on The Sundering, but we are here to talk to you about something we have been doing for the past three years, and with the help of the community for our fourth year. Last year, we raised over $19,000 on Kickstarter to help create the largest By Fans for Fans event. And this year, we want to take all of that awesome feedback and make our fourth year the best year ever. But we can't do it without the support of the community. And we have some pretty awesome things to reward you with for backing us, like Murloc Pins drawn by John Jagger from Azeroth Roundtable, Bajira is going to assist you with getting healthy, Wamo is stepping in to add some visual swag to your social media account, and we even reserved five of Noxie's badges just for you. Head over to Kickstarter and search for Con Before the Storm 2016, or head to our website at conbeforestorm.com. Thanks, and see you all at BlizzCon 2016. So, Seraphis, thank you for uh, sending that in and um, letting us know about the Kickstarter. We're going to have a link to the Kickstarter in our show notes for anyone who would like to help um, with uh, 
you know, kickstarting <laughs> with helping to su- yeah, kickstarting it. Well, and you know, making it go and making it grow, and the the more you know, they've got stretch goals and things like that, so that they can add uh, more things. I think their current stretch goal they're working towards. If they hit that one, they'll add another bartender, and you all want that, right? So, um, <laughs> if you can, you know, contribute, I'm sure you know it, it'll definitely be all all the money will definitely be put to good use. Now, Brazia and I have been to mm-hmm. two of these events at uh, BlizzCon 2013 and 2014. And 2013 was the first one. And we were all on panels in that one. (laughs) And so it was like a learning experience because I'd never been on a panel in front of a group of people before about podcasting. I'm guessing you haven't either. Oh, no. I've done other things, but not about podcasting. And that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was really fun to do. And the second year, the event grew Mm -hmm. much bigger. And it had like, like the first year it was mostly these panels and you could meet and talk to people and, and there was alcohol and there was art and things like that, I think. But the second year they had like, you know, more, I think they had a big room for mm-hmm. the, the panels that were going on that were like live, you know, people talking and stuff and prearranged. And then they had like a large hallway that you could go in to talk to people. There was a room full of art. There was like, uh, I think there was like a Hearthstone tournament oh, yeah. or something going on. And there was like so many things happening and you could meet just a wide variety of people. And it was incredibly fun. And this year they're going even bigger and doing more things and it's just if you're going to blizzcon it's something you definitely want to be a part of it's a good time it's a great way exactly. to exactly and it's really good time to just enjoy things with people who have the same interest as you going in you know something to do the night before the con even starts you know, thus the con before the storm right because you're going to be in town anyway so what exactly. are you going to do you know <laughs> go to this it's so much fun so exactly. much fun and i know um and, uh, I, I plan on being there, mm-hmm. and I know that there's going to be a lot of other people in the community that will be showing up. So we definitely invite, um, suggest that everybody who comes down, if they're there the night before uh, BlizzCon, stop by. Um, all the information will be um, starting out on the Kickstarter.com project for the con before the storm, and they'll have link to what's going on. And as uh, we get closer to the event, they'll start nailing down more specifics on what's going to happen there. So keep in, t- keep in touch. Yeah, it's it's definitely fun. Um, I don't know, there's probably some people listening to our show that have never been to BlizzCon, never attended one of these, maybe didn't know about it, but it's it's a really good time, so we both highly recommend to check it out. So, our uh, next email, uh, I'll read the email and then we'll get into some of the... Um, uh, submission that he had as well by audio. So this is awesome. Yes. Yes. So this is our friend uh, Algaron. And Algaron says, Hello and thanks for the show. It was weird to hear my own voice when I listened to your pod a while back. It's a new season and I wanted to give you some more recordings. You could take the recording on the season progress first in one show and take my thought into another show if you'd like. I think we'll pull them both right here for now. And maybe you know, put yeah. them both in. Why not? Exactly, yeah. and then we'll have you come back a little bit later <laughs> um, with another <laughs> recording. Hint, hint. <laughs> so his uh, email goes on to say, "I forgot to add a fun part in my recording. I did an epic fail today. Found an upgrade to my Delsier gloves. Rolled them at the Mystic until I found out. Found uh, so until I was out of death breath." Salvaged the old one and put a new one on, and it felt strong. Went to a greater rift 58 with some friends, and it went okay. 
but felt weird. I realized after 10 minutes that we were going to fail, so we quit. Um, I didn't have a six-piece set, apparently. I had the gloves for beards on me. We laughed even more when I realized that I put the hammer to the Delphia gloves and didn't get any spare death breath to roll the ones from the other set parts. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's um, that's a unique experience there. It's a learning experience in D3. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, we've all done that. Either, you know, salvage the wrong material or just put the, put the wrong equipment on and thought we had the right one on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done it with, um, with one of my barbarians. I think I was trying to do the... Uh, uh, Immortal King set, and I thought I had all the pieces, and it sure looked like all the pieces, and I was like, why is this not counting for six piece? And it turned out one of the pieces was a level 60 piece from way back when that was the highest <laughs> you could be. And uh, so it didn't count because it wasn't, you know, part of the set that was designed after, you know, the 70s and all of this. And here I am running around going, I don't get it. Why is this not working? What did I do? That That's why. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, it happens. So um, he goes on in the email and says, I tried to get into your mumble and team speak, but didn't work, sad face. I don't believe we have the mumble oh. set up anymore. Um, Nevik had run that for a while, and he no, uh, no longer holds it, I think. Um, so try the team speak yeah, instead? Yeah, definitely then? try the team speak. If you can't seem to get in there to um, contact you know, somebody in the clan, or look at clan information. I think there's still some information in there about what the login information is for TeamSpeak. I think I think you're right about that. So if not, go ahead. So look there, get what you need. Hopefully it'll right. work And, and time. chat with somebody who might be online at the same time. Um, I know I was like, Reclaw was in there, Dreadsize. So, you know, there are some people that, that definitely jump in there. I know Jesse's in there, Hometown Hero, and um, Cyberwolf as well. I believe this is his um, TeamSpeak. Ah, oh, okay. Very good. Um, so definitely somebody out there might know. And then uh, Elgon continues on saying, I recorded this audio and wrote this at 3 a.m., so it might be some more spelling errors than usual and a bit of stutter in some part of the audio, but I hope it will suffice. Um, I'm going to say now before we play them that, yeah, they sounded great. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We've listened to them individually, um, and we'll play them for everyone to listen to, but it sounded great to me. would never have guessed it was, you know, 3 a.m. recording kind of thing. And, of course, he appropriately ends his email with, thanks, and may the loot be with you. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> uh, I liked it. There goes our okay. show. May the loot be with you. I know. May the loot be with you. I think we have a show title. Go. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> May the loot be with you. Okay. I'll try to remember. Um, so let's listen to one of his two audios. There's a first one and a second one. So maybe do the first one first, and then we'll comment on that, and then maybe the second one after that. Sounds like a plan to me. Hello, it's Algerman from Sweden again. I just wanted to share my views on what they might be able to do next in Diablo. Uh, I will enjoy the lore as well as you guys and what we have seen so far I think it's if they're going to release Diablo 4 they should probably need to um, close away the um, the storyline from Diablo 3 and I don't really think that they will 
like to change everything because I think if, if they would release Diablo 4 it can't really be as Diablo 3 is now, they need to change the whole rune system, the whole gameplay mechanics because either they would just patch it right. So I think they will wait a little bit, but still, how long can we go with more or less the same story, Diablo dies, Diablo coming back, so on and so forth. I would like to see another uh, direction, more lore based. If I'm remembering the lore correctly, sometime long ago there was some kind of reset. Uh, the Nephilim were very strong and somehow they just, the demons or and the angels just make some kind of reset so the Nephilims weren't that powerful. Wouldn't it be awesome to go back in time and play Diablo? when the Nephilims were as the greatest, or play when uh, Deckard Cain was uh, Nephilim himself, um, play with uh, uh, Kula or something else. I think that would be really interesting and bring more lore, more character into the characters we all learn to uh, uh, yeah, l learn to know and uh, love. I think that would be a nice direction uh, to just broaden people's horizons about the lore in uh, Diablo realm. And I think that they will put away the problem with the um, what can you say with the um, power power creep that's going on now, we need to be stronger, stronger all the time. If they just set it in another context, it will be easier to just um, uh, do th something new about it. Uh, I think this view is something more or less new. I haven't heard um, anyone speak about it on, in, on the podcast, so I just wanted to share my thoughts of it. Uh, thank you very much and I hope that you will continue on with the show and I hope that uh, um, all the weather and allergic season will be good to you guys. Thank you very much and yeah, cheers. Bye bye. Very interesting email with a lot to think about in there. Um, I agree if they do make a D4 they kind of need to tie up some of the loose ends in D3. Because there's some that are a little bit, like the storyline that's a little bit loose. Um, I love the idea that he had about, like, uh, making D4 very lore-based. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe, not, I don't think he means, like, story mode, but, like, with more, you know, story or more stuff given to the player in the game that tells you about things. I think that's a great idea. I don't know if they'll do it, but um, that would be interesting to me, for sure, you know? Oh, definitely. And, um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he was asking about, uh, you know, how, you know, would it, wouldn't it be neat to go play when the Nephilim were powerful? I think that's what he was talking about. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, just kind of speculating on what it could be like to go back and play when the Nephilim were, you know, strong still. Or, you know, when Cain was a Nephilim himself, I think he suggested that in that audio, if I've got that correctly. Um, and, you know, this makes me want to, like, really do a lore corner about the Nephilim. 
<laughs> because there's so many things and it's going to take too long to just I don't want to do it off the top of my head I want to get it done right so I think my next one will be about that so thank you Algaron for giving me an idea for another lower corner in there um, and uh, I don't know um, did you have some comments on that that you wanted to add? Yeah I mean uh, I like the idea of uh, obviously I think it's pretty clear, at least mo in most people's mind, that Diablo 3 is, is kind of where it is. Um, there's not going to be a lot of improvements or changes to it at all. Diablo 4, or the unannounced Diablo project, who knows what that's going to be. It could be another um, action role-playing game similar to what we've been used to, or maybe they go in a slightly different direction. I think he has a great point with maybe showing more of the story, but I think think if you play campaign mode it does a pretty good job of explaining a story granted I'm not sure I feel like it ended well because I, I still feel like there's something else to tie up the story that goes beyond there's a few exactly. things exactly yeah there's there's a few things like I think we've hit on this a little bit in other shows but um, you know that ending where now I'm going to assume since Reaper of Souls has been out for a few years maybe people listening have played through the end of the story mode but if not skip ahead because I'm going to do a spoiler for you if that's the case <gasps> but um, for those that have played through you get to the end and there's this, this concept going through about you know what if the Nephilim became you know the Nephilim are strong what happens if they turn kind of thing and well what happens I mean you know <laughs> So they need to kind of figure out, like, what are they doing with that kind of little inkling? You know, was it just sort of something Tyrael was speculating about? Or is this going to go somewhere in the storyline, you know? And then we have uh, part of the story from the scoundrel that's not quite done because he finds... Uh, this is spoiler, too, if you haven't done this as well. So just be aware. Um, there's a point in Act 5 where he, d you and the scoundrel do something and a, a dagger is found that links to someone from his past... And nothing happens. Hmm. So there's somewhere to go. It's, you find this thing that mentions the person from his past. And nothing more is said. So, you know, there's little things like this in the game. They could kind of pull into another one. Exactly. Just off the top of my head. So, I mean, that would be neat. That would be something they could do if they went very heavy with lore in whatever the next step of Diablo is. They could do that. This, of course, is assuming that like let's say they make d4 are they going to pull in all of d3 or is this going to be something totally different yeah and and i think you know is it going to be like the universe of it but not the characters we've been playing with you know all through this i don't know oh it's quite possible and it also kind of mm -hmm. pulls in another idea that algaron had was you know just changing up the whole skill system um obviously they've already had enough invested in this game where the we have the rune system built into the skills, maybe they go mm -hmm. a completely different direction, because right now the runes aren't what sets characters apart right now, it's the gear, or what gear can you obtain. That sets your characters apart, right. but it still ends up in the same place in the end. Maybe in the future, um, whatever Diablo 4 comes out to be, they have a completely different structure where it's no longer gear dependent, but more skill based dependent, kind of going back towards Diablo 2's route. Or maybe they have something completely different. I'm not sure. It's hard to say. I know in their other games, like in World of Warcraft, which they've had around forever, they've changed how, you know, how the skills are done a number of times. You know, they had like a skill tree and all that, and then they take things out and put it back. So, I mean, it's Blizzard is, you know, not opposed to changing the whole skill set. Mm -hmm. 
It could happen. I don't know. And, and I also agree that um, Algernon was talking about... You, it, I'd like to see something a little bit more creative in the whole Diablo story itself. With the fact that, you know, Diablo is alive. Diablo gets killed. Diablo comes back again. Diablo gets killed again. <laughs> yes. It's like... It, it's a pattern yeah, now, that, yes. That mm-hmm. uh, Diablo yo-yo. Um, another show title. <laughs> and so... That's yeah, good. Diablo yo-yo, and, you know, just keeps going up and down, and it just doesn't... You know, it's like the, a kid who's playing with the yo-yo doesn't know any tricks with the yo-yo yet. Can't walk the dog, can't do the swing, nothing like that. So it's just like, oh, well, you know, we've got the same story. I'm just doing it with different characters. Right. There is that. Now, I get why they did it as far as game mm-hmm. mechanics, you know? Because if you could only kill Diablo once, well, then that's done. How do you get, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's It's like hard to say, like, how do you... And, and if you take it from the beginning, like, yeah, Diablo 1, was you kill Diablo, it's done. And then Diablo 2, there's Diablo again. Here he is in 3. You know, the implication at the end of D3 with Act 5 was he's free again to return. <laughs> um, <laughs> so who knows? But yeah, it would be, like, they need something, maybe, that they have, either have in the lore that's been sort of, you know, pushed to the side and not mentioned much, maybe we bring that out, whatever that could be. I'm sure I'll find something if I dig, mm. but, um, or, you know, totally brand new things that's never been introduced. And at the same time, they did a lot more creativity with this, because it wasn't just simply like Diablo 2 and Diablo 1, where Diablo was killed, and he comes back in the form of another person. Like, this time, it was, he was trapped in the Soul Stone, along with the other um, evils, and then you know the soulstone got stolen and was shoved in. So they were really trying to to make the game different um, or challenging. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to see Diablo be the end game again. Like he is the reason why we finished the game. You know, like he's the big bad, not you know the big bad at the end of uh, a portion of the game. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be neat. Because that's how it was in the others, right? Exactly. I mean, definitely. Originally it was. I think D2 it was. Um, someday I need to play that. I need to, like, it's it's kind of, I'm kind of limited on a Mac. But um, it's interesting. Yeah, now that you bring that up, they made Malthiel the big bad. Exactly. Uh, instead. Now. At least the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. The way it is right now. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. A lot to think about in this audio from Algarod. Thank you. And he has another. Yes, he does. Why don't we take a listen to that one and get back to what he um, has for these thoughts. And we'll be back in a moment. Hello and greetings again from Algeron in Sweden. Um, it's a new season and I just wanted to do some uh, updates. The season started uh, yesterday on Friday. I think it took us about 3 hours and 50 minutes to get up to uh, 70 and I think I think I played for 12 hours first day and I got up to 70 uh, ran uh, more or less effective um, uh, torment 10 and get up to paragon 200 now it's uh, I'm soon going to bed it's going it's um, Sunday morning uh, the game has been, the season has been out in two days, and I'm now at 430 Paragon levels. I think I did a great rift um, 64 with uh, with my wizard, but Jolwyn knew that 
I we're going to go with a wizard. It's like I said before, it's the only only class in the game. So I'm enjoying this so far. Um, I'm going to try the Firebirds Archon set I tried it just for a few minutes ago, but it didn't really work out the way I wanted it to go. So I'm going to farm a little bit better gear for it. My Delsir Magnum Opus build is still better at the moment. And I'm just enjoying my wings that I had before. So, so, so far so good. And I hope that the season is going well for you guys as well. I, did <laughs> I didn't really enjoy the news about Nevik going away, but it's what it is and I hope that you guys are still continuing on with the show because I really enjoy it and um, I will try to contribute a bit more to you guys and I hope that you will enjoy it as well. I will send another voicemail in a little while about my thoughts about Diablo and what I might be able to do next. But thanks for the great show and um, we will, uh, yeah, you will hear from me later. And I hope that the loot will be with you as well. Thank you very much and um, yeah, see you. Cheers. Okay, so with this one, um, he was saying he hopes that the season is going well for us, and I think mm -hmm. it is so far. I mean, you know, now that Brazia's not playing a barbarian, I think things are going well. Much, much <laughs> And we'll continue to. <laughs> right, and um, let's see. This is from... So he sent this when the season started, so I'm thinking maybe he's going to send us updates as the season goes on. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying season six as well, Algaron. That's good. And, uh, gosh, I don't know what else I had to say about that right off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. hmm. What did you, did you have comments to add? I think I read Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I was like, I was listening to what he was saying about his, uh, his initial gameplay, and it was like, oh yeah, it only took him three, like, just under four hours to get to level 70, and things are going well for him, and he played for 12 hours, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, that's, okay, that I do have, yeah, 12 hours, my gosh, that's a lot of time to be playing a video game, and I know it's fun, um, I don't have the attention span to do it, I really don't. I get about maybe two hours, maybe three at the most, and then I'm like, okay, I need to do something else for but a while. I told so I think anyone that can do 12 hours is just impressive yeah. on their own, and, and it seems like, you know, when we were talking earlier about the tweets and things like that, um... Does it seem to you, and I'm not real good with processing numbers, but does it seem to you that many people kind of hit 70 within about three or four hours? Yeah, it did. It, it seemed like as long as they were grouped up with four um, members, they were able to get there pretty mm -hmm. pretty quickly. And um, Yeah, so maybe that's the trick to it. Yeah, you know? and I mean, I still, I know the allure of playing for like 12 hours. Like, I'd, there were times in the past where it's like, I'd, you know, like a new expansion or something like that, and that's kind of what the feel of a new season is. And you just want to kind of race out to right. the top as fast as possible and get to the end game and have fun with it. And I mean, you know, whether it's 12 hours straight or 12 hours over three or four days, I mean, it's still 12 hours, doesn't matter. It's still kind of a lot, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have the attention span. I'm surprised I have the attention span for a podcast, honestly, some days. But um, 
12 hours. That's impressive yeah. to me. And then the fact that after at the 12 hours, he's Torment 10 viable, and he's uh, Parag- with Paragon 200. That's a pretty good stretch of 12 hours of you know getting that character up there. Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And then he's all set to do whatever he wants in the season. If he can get to, you know, if he can get to, like, level 70 and all of that, uh, Torment 10 viable right off, then, I mean, you can do anything, I think, in the season. You know, you're not limited anymore, really. Maybe by, by gear or, you know, stats and stuff, but not as much as someone who's still trying to get there, you know? Exactly. And uh, I know he said after the first couple of days, he's now at, like, Paragon 430 and he's doing greater at 64 with his wizard. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that's pretty darn good. And, um, you know, it's like it's funny, though, because I remember, like, the first couple of seasons we'd play and we're like, okay, you know, you're barely getting... Uh, um, into the Paragon levels, and then, you know, the Greater Rift, when that came started coming around, okay, you know, getting to Greater Rift, like, 25, 30, 40, you know, that was pretty amazing that, you know, you had people that could do that, and now we're, like, you know, Par- Greater Rift 64 in the first couple of days, and, you know, right. it's, like, yeah. the power it's, it's all changing. Real. <laughs> and I think with the, with the Greater Rifts, I mean, when they first implemented that, you had to, um, I think you had to I can't remember I think it was you got you did bounties and then you got a Nephilim key oh, yeah. I think from Teriel so you had to do five bounties get the Nephilim key from Teriel then you do a Nephilim rift and hope it gives you a greater rift key and if it doesn't you have to do that whole process over and it was incredibly time consuming so by the time you got into the greater rift you know it kind of limited how many you could do and that's changed you know since then quite a bit you don't have to go get those Nephilim keys and you know when I um Going back to last show, when I was talking about trying to fit all the stuff that I'd collected into my softcore stash, because, you know, it was full, I managed. It took a while. Um, one of the things I had was four different stacks of 100 of those Nephilim keys. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, those. that's great. I've Yeah, get rid of those, you know? <laughs> so um, you don't need those anymore. But it used to be really tedious, and now it's a lot easier just to get into the Greater Rift. You do still have to get a Greater Rift key, which you need to get from running a Nephilim Rift, but it seems like they improved sort of the flow of that, you know, since it was first uh, implemented. And I think that might be what's making it a little bit easier for people to get in there and then get into higher Rifts quicker. Absolutely. I agree with that a lot. And I also want to say Algron. Thank you so much for sending in um, the email and your voice messages. Um, I'm glad that you did. You know, it was good to hear from you again. And you know, don't be shy. Go ahead and send another one. You know, in a couple weeks or in a month. You know, let us know how things are going with the progress in season six, and we'll definitely talk some more. Absolutely. You know, it's it's so nice to have people participate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think he wins this uh, this episode for participation because he had an email and two audios that went with it. So he's definitely contributed the most this time around. Definitely. And uh, so, Jen, would you like to take the last email? Okay, so this email is from Ambiance. And it is a straight-up email, which we love as well. You do not have to have an audio along with it. Um, it's, a, it's fantastic just to have people send in you know, straight emails with a story or a question or a comment. So we love that too. So here is this one from Ambiance, who writes, Demon after demon falls to my disintegration beam. Legendary weapons and set pieces erupt from their dismembered husks, and my hardcore wizard smiles. 
However, that smile is not as wide as it once was. The glee of slaughter and the thrill of beholding a green beam has lost some of its potency. This is not to say that I have fallen out of love with the game. It is just an observation that I am enjoying myself less and less with each passing season. More than anything, I find myself yearning to discover what is next for the Diablo franchise. It seems that there is no indication of anything big being announced at this year's E3. What do you guys think? Er, nope, he said, what do you guys even think we need at this point? A new expansion? The promise of Diablo 4 being in the works? Are the minor updates and additions with each season enough to keep us playing for the coming years? This email is somewhat of a downer, but I would like to hear your thoughts on this. Are you killing the hordes with reckless abandon and a grin on your face? Or is the desire for something more gnawing at your hero more than the maws of the monsters surrounding you? Much love for what you all do. Ambiance. That is a fantastically written email with a story in it. <laughs> My goodness, that's it great. It is. I love that. You know, just the opening to it and then bringing us right into, hey, you know, I've been thinking more about this outside the game. And, you know, what are you guys thinking? I love yeah. it. What a great approach. I love that, it, yeah, like you're saying, I mean, you just sort of put us right into, like, picturing, you know, your your wizard slaughtering things and, and kind of going, huh, you know, at the end of it. <laughs> it's just fantastic uh, imagery in that. So, um, let's see. So, I think we talked a little bit about the potential of a new expansion, which, of course, Ambience wouldn't have known that we did before his mm. email came in. I think we kind of did that in this yeah, episode. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't... I'm pretty Kinda. sure they're not doing another expansion. It does not feel like they're going to. Um, like I th we've mentioned earlier, I think they pretty much have said, okay, Diablo 3 is done as it is. It's probably not going to have another expansion, probably not going to have a lot of additional information. We'll just have mm -hmm. updates in the patches. But depending on what kind of, you know, where their interests as a company are, lie and where they're going to pull their resources, we may or may not have um, big, you know, patches coming in like are game changing again or anything like that. We might have more minor ones, which are things like the cosmetics or, you know, hey, here's some new things for right. the season. But that's only going to go so far. I mean, that's true. I mean, we've got a lot of people that have done nearly everything with as at least as many of the character classes as they're interested in, if not all of them. Mm -hmm. And I, I think there is going to be a point where people are looking for more, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that is going to happen. Um, as for me, you know, honestly, if I can jump into a Diablo-esque type of game and there's a bunch of zombies and or skeletons for me to slaughter, I am happy. That is all I need. I will be happy for hours, <laughs> okay? <laughs> um, that, that works for me. That's all I need sometimes. Now, I love the story of this game as well. But even if they don't add any more story, I will happily play that until the game goes down. So, um, you know, that'll work for me. Um, I know, though, at some point, you know, it's been said, even when Diablo 3 first came out, that it's repetitious. You know, mm -hmm. it's the same bounties, it's the same storyline, it's the same, you know, kind of thing. And I do think that's going to affect people and make them kind of go, okay, I'm done, you know, quicker uh, than anything else. It can't stay stagnant. Now, 
are the little additions with each season enough to keep us playing? Probably enough to keep me playing for a while. You know, go catch all the things, find all the transmogs, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not going to find them all. It'll take me a while, you know? So, I mean, that's fun. I haven't, I've barely touched the uh, set dungeons, and I think that's true of others as well. There's a lot of stuff in the game, I feel, for me personally to do, but people who are um, able to play for 12 hours, and I think there's a lot of people that can, uh, you know, they have more time to do this, or they have... Uh, they're just better at it than I am, I suppose. Um, maybe they've gotten all those things and they're done. Maybe eventually those little transmogs and stuff aren't going to be enough. And then I don't know what happens with the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I haven't hit that point yet. I mean, I'm not at the point, you know, where I'm um, less thrilled about smashing all the monsters. That's always fun. Mm -hmm. You know, and like literally, like if when I was playing my monk last season, because I've barely played the witch doctor now, when I was playing my monk last season and surrounded by monsters, that's when I was the happiest. I was <laughs> just like mm -hmm. laughing, probably his, you know, kind of maniacally killing all the things. It was great. It was fun. That's good for me, you know? <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy with this, but not to say that ambience doesn't have a point, because he does. That, you know, things are kind of. Like, where do you go from here, I think, is kind of where he's going. I, yeah, and I agree with that. I don't think, I mentioned before, we don't really think that there's going to be some sort of expansion. I don't think there's going to be huge amounts of changes to the game coming forward. Whether they're going to tell us that, hey, Diablo 4 is in the works, those kind of things, that may still be a couple of years out. Um, because you remember, it took like 15 years to get Diablo 3. That's so, true. That's true. It did. You know, it, it's not so, and it's something that's in the pipe like, um, World of Warcraft, where they're trying to sit there and say, okay, we need to keep pumping out content because we need to keep getting the subscriber base, you know, in here and working with right. this. Um, they don't have to worry about that with Diablo. And every game, no matter what it is, no matter how good it is, um, has a point in which it saturates, where, you know, it just doesn't have the appeal it once did when it was most popular. Um, you know, some games, like, World of Warcraft have a very long period before that happened, and it has happened. And I think, you know, we're kind of seeing the downside, but this doesn't mean that it's dead. It means that it's not as kind of like forefront in the game game community as it once was. I mean, you can just... And from Blizzard's... Sorry, oh, go oh ahead, yeah. and then I'll jump in. No, no, okay, I got to say. I mean, you just look at Twitch, for example, and you'll see what games are popular now. I mean, those games aren't the same ones that were popular... You know, months ago, with the exceptions of maybe the big two or three. So, and Diablo's never been up in the top two or three. It might have been initially in like number five, but you know, League and you know, Dota and you know, Heroes, those kind of all mm -hmm. beat this one out, no problem. Right, I think so. I haven't spent a lot of time on Twitch. That's another thing I want to start doing when I have time again. But um, I agree with you saying that, you know, at least even just from Blizzard's perspective, you know, Warcraft used to be their banner. That was the tentpole of the whole industry. That was everything, you know, and they've pulled some of those characters into their other games. They've pulled them into Hearthstone. They've pulled them into Heroes of the Storm, you know, um, and spread out. And now that they've got Overwatch going on with, I think, the beta, I think there was an open beta recently or something, yep. um, I think they're moving more into Overwatch than they are World of Warcraft. They're still doing things for World of Warcraft. I mean, they do have an expansion coming for that. Uh, Legion, um, September, I think? I don't uh, know. August. Something yeah. like that. August. Okay, somewhere around there, they have that. And 
they're still doing stuff. They're still adding stuff, you know, they're still doing things. I know with, like, they did, they added cards to Hearthstone, and they're adding characters to Heroes of the Storm, and, um, you know, all this kind of stuff, but, um, they are shifting. Even within Blizzard, they're shifting away from World of Warcraft. So, like, you're right, things do change over time, even for the company that makes the games. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as what's front and center, and... Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think Diablo's ever been, like, a number one thing on, on Twitch. Uh, I think it has a very devoted fan base, but I d think others have a larger fan base <laughs> to, to work with. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I think there will be people that hit a point where it's like, okay, I'm done. And I figure there's people now that are like, okay, I'm going to play a season, all right, I'm done. Yeah. I'll come back again, you know, which is It'd fine. be interesting to kind of sit in... Um their command center or blizzard and kind of pull the metrics as to what's going on and compare them from season mm -hmm. to season and with the exception of this of the huge patch that did a lot of changes to way the gameplay of diablo recently i think the season that followed mm -hmm. that was like season three or season four um i think it was season four and you know compare okay how many p players came and started playing um how many did after a month after two months you know, and see what the player numbers were season after season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know. It doesn't... Maybe there's conversation. Maybe it, it's very similar. The numbers really haven't gone down. It might have. It might feel that way depending on what clan you're in um, or if you were not in a clan at all. But, I mean, I'm just looking at our clan, for example, and just, you know, obviously it doesn't apply to every clan. But let's say for the two weeks before the season dropped, I would log in and I would see maybe one person and that mm -hmm. would be and I would log in see at least every other day to do something. And there's probably me trying to straighten all the stuff getting out of the mail and putting it in my stash honestly. Right? That's probably what you're seeing but um, exactly. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean it could have been easily but yeah there wasn't that many on at that time. And I mean to me it's like uh, his last question from Amiens was um, uh, you know, the desire for something more gnawing at your hero more than the moths of the monsters surrounding you. I love that. That's such a great sentence. Yeah. And for yeah. me, it's like, yeah, I do want some more, but right now I'm not feeling like I'm burnt out with what I have mm -hmm. to me, for me to say, oh, well, forget it. I don't want to play this anymore. Um, just kind of as a comparison, I was like, I realized, okay, I have more time. I'm not going to be traveling as much. I'm going to be home. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm in part of the CTR guild in World of Warcraft and you know they're a raiding guild and there's a lot of different raid teams and big community I figured you know what I mean I have a, a max level character and you know it's it's at least beyond normal level uh, raiding I could probably jump in and, and run with a team so I found a nice group of people we ran but I realized I'm like my damage was just terrible I was like to me it was like I was embarrassed to have my own character out and I've never felt that way Oh, wow. But, you know, what I'm getting to with that is the fact that I come into this game like where I really haven't played that character in about a year, even though the, the character has enough of um, the gear to get into the, the raids that it's doing. It's like my performance for it, my knowledge of what's going on in the game, just to the things that, you know, you do along the way in an MMO to get you back into the game. It's, it's like a huge curve to get back into it. But Diablo... I could sit and not play it at all, come back a month later, 
and say and jump in there and just be able to play the game right out feeling like okay i'm keeping people down like i could run into a rift with you know people that are similarly geared and hold my own without a problem mm-hmm. like i mean right uh, right and it just like that mindset is also part of what diablo team mindset is is they don't want you to sit there and be in that game 24 hours a day for like the entire season they want it for you to go okay i come in there i get my fill kill my bunch of monsters do the things i want to do and you know level my character and maybe play another one or maybe go and play a different game come back a week or two later play it again and just pick it up and go right mm-hmm. and exactly. i think it is that that's what they're going to keep with would i like more i'd love more i always want more every time they put cosmetics every time <laughs> they put you know a new dungeon tile set they put a new area like mm-hmm. ruins of Sesheron. um that stuff is awesome you know gray hollow isle i thought it was great it's not huge with what they have, but it's a different look, it's a different feel, the different mobs in there. You go in there, it's like, oh, okay, cool. It's almost like, but I don't think as a team they're dedicating themselves at this time to creating that huge amount of, of change in the game. And I'm not really too worried about it now. Maybe in a, another year or so, when we get into season like eight, nine, and 10, and it's pretty much the same thing it has been for the last several seasons I'm going to be kind of like oh that's weird to think about yeah Yeah. wow that's true maybe at that point I'll feel that way Um, because I know I will at some point because I did with Diablo 2 it got to a point where Mm -hmm. you know I I still think Diablo 2 was great I had fun playing it but then it was just a a day where I was just like eh I just don't feel like playing it anymore and I think everybody gets to that point in one way or another I think so yeah now, for me, there's two things that get me to the point where I'm kind of done with the game. One is if I get so frustrated that I just can't make any progress, and that would be Hearthstone, and I haven't played in a long oh, time. Okay. Um, but I might I might try it again because I really like the art on the cards, so I just want to see them, <laughs> you know? So I might just go in and, you know, look at all the explosions and not really worry about progress. But um, that's one thing. Frustration and inability to make progress will turn me off a game and be like, I'm done. Um... The other thing that'll do it is if I feel like I've completed everything and done everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've... I'm not there yet in D3. I don't know. I think eventually I'll get there. You know, I'll have all of the achievements that I care to get or can get. Or maybe I'll have them all. Who knows? Um, and I know, like, you know, you were mentioning, you know, when we get up more seasons and stuff. Um, you know, I've played now with Season 6. I have played one character from every class in every season, mostly focusing on the one character, with one exception. But um, I've played every class of character in e- you know, devoted to that in each season. And uh, so what do I do for seven? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, I hadn't thought of that, but... I don't yeah, know. and I don't think just minor updates and small additions like cosmetic things will be enough to hold attention over a long term. It might be okay for like a few seasons. You know, you might be able to get away with, hey, you know, here's a few more um, items that you can transmog your character with or, you know, throw wings on or some more pets. That might be good for one or two seasons, but after enough people get those things, items, they won't even bother coming back because Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, there's nothing else I need here. I'll go play a different game. Yeah, I think that's going to be... I think they are going to need to add, you know, more stuff to to the seasons as time goes on, but... 
I don't know. I don't know when they're going to do that or under what circumstances. But um, yeah, I guess we're kind of answering his question. <laughs> well, we're definitely answering his question <laughs> in a way. Yeah, it's just kind of roundabout. But I guess, I guess for me, I'm not done yet. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what would occur other than those two things I named that would make me done with D3. Um, but I can see where if you are the person who has, you know, gotten to level 70 within three hours at the beginning of every season, run around and done all of those things that you wanted to do, what do you do now? Mm-hmm. You know? I can see that. Anyway, very thought-provoking and well-written uh, email from Ambiance here. Absolutely. And the last... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, there's no other show. <laughs> there's no other email. I'm obviously starting yeah. to hit my wall That's over the last here on one. East Coast. Okay, so we should finish up then pretty quickly. Um, So I'm going to run through some of the notes that I threw in here. Some of these things you may have seen. A lot of these things are just information about different stuff. So if you you missed it or if you're looking for certain kinds of information about the game, this is where to look, and we'll put it all in the show notes. You can find it all there easily. Um, Nevelist has posted a first look at Season 6 Journey before the season started, and it's got details about these uh, Hadrix Gift set pieces. Uh, specifically what you need to complete in which chapter to unlock, you know, pieces, uh, like two pieces and then two pieces and then two pieces, and then exactly what set each class is going to get. So if you don't know, if you're not sure, um, you know, what set you'd like or whatever, you can kind of look at that real quick and, you know, figure out what you want to do for the season. Um, There's... uh, a forum post that was kind of interesting. It was, uh, what's your favorite D2 and D3 boss fight that was written. And, um, Nevelistus jumped into the conversation. It was April 21st, 2016, shortly after our last show. And real quickly, she, she answered the boss that she thought was the most fun in D2 and the boss that she thought was the most fun in D3. Uh, she named more than one for D3, and I guess I'll leave you to, to guess what her favorite boss was. So if you want to find that, um, her favorite boss fights, that's in there, and I'm assuming there's a, probably a huge conversation that spread from there, uh, from this post. There's another forum post that had to do with um, Belt of the Trove, it wasn't proccing with the four-piece invokers, and to make a long story short, and again, Nevelistus jumps in and explains to everyone what's going on. She's very good at this. And uh, the concept was, with the procs, they didn't want procs to proc other procs. I think that's about the best sentence in there, or something like that, you know? Um, so that's the short answer, and you can get more of the details in the link that we'll throw into the show notes. There's a forum post about uh, gem upgrades on the PTR reverted to a snail's pace. They were concerned at the time that it was going to go into the next patch that way, and then Kauza jumped in for that one. He's a community manager as well. Also on April 21st, a lot of stuff going on that day in D3, apparently. And um, it was something they're kind of still working on, so I'm not sure if they're quite done. So if you, if you have decided that the uh, gem upgrades are still at a snail's pace, then they're still working on it, but they're at least aware of it. So that's the thing to kind of note just for right now. Uh, there's another post by Nevelistus about the Season 6 rewards, and this is where you go to find out about all the cosmetic stuff, the portrait frame, the pennant, um, for players that uh, finish up through Chapter 4 of the Season Journey. There's a new one. It's different from, you know, it's not the same portrait frame that you had last season. I don't think there was a pennant last season. Uh, there is one now, so there's stuff like that. Um, 
in addition, you may not know this if you're new to the game, there is a Conqueror's Transmog set that they were originally... Season 1, you got two Transmogs of that set. Season 2, you got two more. Season 3, you got the other two to complete the set. They've been rotating that uh, series in seasons as you go, so you can eventually get them all. Even if you missed a season in the past, you can kind of catch up, so that's something to look at. There's details in there on how to get expanded storage space, which I need to read again, because I'm always needing that. Um, but it tells you about the Hadrix set pieces and uh, which, you know, again, like the other thing had, which class sets are getting, you know, which class is getting what set this time. And then she's got something called a Transmog Highlight celebrating the Five-Year Sword Award. Now, those of you that play uh, World of Warcraft might be aware that people who work for Blizzard on World of Warcraft for a certain amount of time receive an actual physical item like a, a helmet, I think. Eventually they get a helmet, they get like, you know, weapon pieces that are like real in-world, you know, not in-game stuff. With uh, the Diablo team, if you've been there for five years, you get the five-year sword. So um, there's, a, there's a bunch of photos of people who have that, and it's kind of neat to look at, you know? Nice-looking weapons in real life sort of thing. So um, that's something to check out. Again, we'll put it in the show notes. And there's an Easter egg that they put into 2.4.1 uh, about that sword. So there's two different transmogs that match the actual five-year swords mm -hmm. that people might actually have. That is pretty so awesome. That's kind of cool, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, and then moving on to people that don't work for Blizzard, um, <laughs> there's a couple of videos here from Quinn. And he's got one that's specifically about how to get the helm of the cranial crustacean. So I think in past shows we've talked about, you know, do you want to know exactly how to get these things so you can run out and get them, or do you want to be surprised? So I'll put it in the show notes and let you decide for yourself if you want to, like, check that out and learn about it, or if you'd rather be surprised. But he's got one just for that, and then he put together this huge video that's got, um, it's, he's calling it the Ultimate 2.4.1 Cosmetics Guide, and it is a, the type of video that has links embedded in it, in it to many of his other videos that are about specific trans transmogs mm -hmm. and, and cosmetics and things. So you could go to this video and say, I want to know just about this thing and go right to it. Or you could, you know, come back and forth and watch them all. So if you really want to know how to find all the things, I think that video is the one yeah. to watch for that. Um, we also have, we've mentioned, <laughs> he did a ton of work on that. I mean, I haven't watched them all because I want to be a little surprised, but um, that's, that's well done. That's incredibly well done and detailed and complex. And he made it easy for people to find what they want to find, what the info they're, the info they're looking for, which is pretty good. We've mentioned before um, the new Tristram News, which is done by Tadasinke, and he featured episode 117 of the Shattered Soulstone in the April 25th edition of his new Tristram News, which was kind of fun to be featured in that. So thanks, Tadasinke. We love when we're in there. And I'll put this show note, I'll put it in the show notes with everything else. You can find that as, as well. Um, you could follow him on Twitter if you want to know when uh, the new episode, the new episode, the new uh, new Tristram News comes out, mm -hmm. and it's got stuff in there from all of Blizzard's games. So you know, it's just something to if you play a lot of them, this this is probably a good resource for you. There's uh, Reddit Diablo put together a couple of helpful things. There's a Season 6 mega thread. It's just full of a bunch of helpful information. And they also have a looking for group mega thread. So if you want to be in a group and you have not been able to do it, go check that out. And then you can look and see if somebody's got, you know, hey, I'm looking for a group. This is what I'm doing, you know, kind of thing. And see if you match. Are you hardcore? Are you softcore? That kind of thing. Go there. That's going to get people started. There's also a fantastic speed painting of Imperius. Done by, it's either mm -hmm. pronounced Freenone? Freenone? Yep. 
F-R-E-N-O-N-E. I hope I got one of those right. Fantastic. Free nun? Okay. Um, fantastic painting. Absolutely amazing painting of Imperius, and you just need to see it. It's Sit down, watch it. Phenomenally good. Um, and then I've got two videos from Leviathan. The first one is called Rank 1 First Group Stars Align Conquest Season 6. Now, Stars Align is a, is a conquest. You have to get at least 350 enemies, kill them off in a Cursed Chest event on Torment 10. He did this with Nine Ball and Lala and Dead Advocate to do this. So the four of them got in and did this uh, very quickly. And I suspect this is a difficult one to get, but they did it. And so you can watch that kind of happen really quickly in this short little video about it. And uh, I don't know if that was like world first or something, but I know when I got into D3 for season six, I did see something pop up with some of those guys that was in a different color text than everything else. It might've been that, I don't know. But anyway, check it out. And the other one is a longer video that Leviathan posted, and it's about uh, Rank 5 se Second Group Worlds Apart Conquest Season 6. So he and Lala did the Worlds Apart Conquest, where you need to kill all of the bosses in the game within the first 20 minutes of opening a Torment 10 game. And they did it. And it's fascinating. It's, obviously, it's about a 20-minute video, um, and it's just fantastic. I mean, just watching that video. I didn't even know this thing existed. I think it's part of... I don't. It is a conquest. I'm not sure if it's part of the season journey. But just watching them go through and how they did this so quickly is phenomenal. And it must have been a lot of work to plan out and then to go do and then to put in a video. So these are all the things that I've collected mostly from Twitter <laughs> that uh, are other stuff outside of the game that you may want to know about. Check out, look over, learn stuff from. And I think I'm out of stuff. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to go as fast as possible just to kind of hit the highlights and people can find the rest in the show notes. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of things to choose from. Great stuff going out there in the community. Uh, I don't think that leaps the community is in any um, wary of slowing down anytime soon. There's so many things being created. I mean, we even talked about, you know, there are now there is now at least one crocheted treasure goblin in the world. Exactly. You know, I mean, creativity abounds with the Diablo community. Crochet Goblin. Crochet Goblin, yes. So, um, <laughs> well, I think since this show is already two hours long, uh, is there anything that you wanted to add uh, that you're, like, watching or other media or anything else that you wanted to talk about? And I think Well, I want to add... Yeah, I did. I want to add in something. It's um, something I've been working on, and we kind of briefly came up with the name in a previous show, and you could probably hear the motorcycle outside my window right now. That's great. Um, <laughs> nope. So the thing that I'm talking about um, is right now, some, some of you may know, I have a blog, and I put a ton of things on my blog of a wide variety of topics, and I noticed over, the over a couple of years the blogs that I write that are about Diablo 3 or the Diablo lore um, in general got the most attention. So I finally decided, you know, I need my own blog for that specifically. And when I was talking about this with you guys, I think um, I think Nevik actually came up with the concept of calling it Book of Jen. 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, Book of Tyrael. I remember <laughs> Book that. Of <laughs> Book of Jen. So there is a website called Book of Jen. It's at bookofjen.net. Now, it is a work in progress right now, which is why I haven't been tweeting it out on Twitter or anything like that. But I figure all you guys listening, you know, you guys are family. You could look at this. It's not done, but it is started. And I'm slowly migrating uh, all of my stuff over from my original blog into Book of Jen, where it's just focused entirely on, you know, the Diablo game series and the lore of it and things like that. So there's some things there. There's some things there that are kind of new. Like I just put together, um, I think the, uh, did I do it? No, I didn't. I I intended to put uh, a blog of the post together about chapter one of season six, just for people's, you know, information. But new stuff will go there. Stuff that you may have seen before on my other blog will go over here instead there's an about page that says there's a work in progress um, and that it, it is a work in progress and so, oh, I'm getting there it's not completely done but it's it's there it exists you can check it out if you'd like to I'll put a link in the show notes uh, if people want to see it but um, it's just you know I've never done like a video game based blog like this before with this much writing and this much you know detail and things like that so all of my lore stuff's going there I've got book reviews of the Diablo books, not all of them. I'll get there. Uh, different things about uh, different pieces of lore for different characters. I've got some of the stuff about different achievements and things of this nature. You know, all the stuff that I write, all the D3 stuff, all the Diablo stuff goes here in Book of Ten. So, hmm. um, yeah. And I'm kind of excited about it. It's like I said, it is not done. It is not ready for prime time, but it exists if you want to check it out and just kind of see as things appear. Uh, some of it you may have seen before, like I said, because I'm moving it over from my other blog. And I didn't want to just, like, you can migrate things from one blog to another with WordPress. And I wanted to kind of do this all by hand very carefully so everything looks good and the links all match and it's all, you know. So I'm being very meticulous about it. So that's what I've been up to in my limited amount of spare time. What have you been up to, Braja? Man, that's just awesome. Um, <laughs> like, like, whoa. <laughs> Uh, yeah. For me, it's just kind of a lot of um, going through and just catching up on shows, spending time with the family, doing things we want to do. and uh, So it's not like I've had a lot of extra time to just go and, and play games uh, other than Diablo. You know, I pop into the Warcraft every once in a while, but really that's not mm-hmm. more than a few hours um, in any kind of one or two week period. So... Uh, I really haven't done anything other than tonight we finished watching um, season two of Daredevil on Netflix. That was awesome. I hear I hear that's good. Yeah, oh, I hear that one's good. Absolutely fantastic. Well worth it. <laughs> good. So, and I like that. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm just trying to spend a little bit more time in Diablo. So it's fun. That's always good. And yeah. a good time to a good time to spend more time in Diablo is right at the start of a season. And there you are. Exactly. Trying to time mm-hmm. it for once. Like in the last couple seasons, it's, I'd have time to play, but it's been like a month into the season, and people have already stopped playing. So I was like, oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you're here for the start this time. That'll be fun. Yay. <laughs> so, anything else you'd like to add, Jen, before we uh, call it a night? I think that's all. I think I need to, you know, go play some more D3 and put more things in my blogs. Oh, nice. <laughs> Maybe we should move on. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, everybody, you have been listening to episode 118 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Have you missed an episode? 
You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Want to join us in-game? Join our in-game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your contribution, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at shatteredsoulstone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at shatteredstone. I'm the underscore Brasia. Lantonio is at Lantonio. And Jen is at Queen of Haiku. We'd like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Don Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Don Forge at thedonforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us at Shattered Soulstone, we're going to be catching crocheted goblins. Audio goes here. Thanks for listening to this presentation of Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2016. Find us online at thedawnforge.com.